Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Let the Wookiee Win, a Star Wars podcast. The inaugural episode. Yeah, you are watching Geektainment.tv. I am one of your hosts, Ian Benzman, and across from me... Hello, I am Jay Adams. And we're big Star Wars fans. Uh, Indeed. Who isn't? Yeah. If you're if you're not a big Star Wars fan, I don't know why you're watching this show. Yeah, it would make no sense to unless me. You, really. Unless you love one of us and eh, and you true. want to support. That's but, true. You know. Um, yeah. So we're pretty excited. We've been talking about doing this for a little bit now, uh, just to give you guys a bit of an idea of what the show is going to be. Um, basically, you know, every week we're going to have a plethora of Star Wars things to chat on. Everything from. Uh, crew or cast member of the week to some Star Wars news that's popped up. We're going to debate some age-old things that uh, many Star Wars fans debate all the time. Um, and then, you know, we're going to have some cool videos from fans or some Lucasfilm official stuff. And it'll vary week to week, um, generally dealing with something we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, basically, we're going to chat on some theories that we have in terms of stuff coming up. In this case, Rise of Skywalker. Um and then we're going to end the show with a uh, quick, uh, quick look at uh, some cool merch. Yeah, so basically we're just we're, we're doing this to have fun. We're, yes. we're not doing this to uh, to rip on any different parts of Star Wars. Yeah. Everybody's got their own uh, opinions about things, uh, but this we, we wanted to be, this to be a fun podcast. Yeah, yeah um, if you want the, if you want to hear me complain about the last Jedi, watch Geektainment <laughs> Weekly on Fridays at two. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, me and Ian had met uh, back in Comic Con and Motor City Comic Con a couple months ago. That did some work with uh, Geektainment and uh, NRM and. Uh, we, we started talking. We're like, man. And we started talking. I've got a, uh, a lightsaber tattoo, and I've got a stormtrooper tattoo. So obviously, most of my shirts are Star Wars related. So we started talking. We're like, man. Uh, you know, you got a lot of podcasts, but we should we should do a Star Wars one. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna focus the show on uh, mostly the the movie stuff. We're not really gonna get too much into the ed- EU New. as they call the extended universe because you could go all day. Oh yeah, we could have that. a different show. We could literally have let the Wookiee win extended universe Absolutely. podcast. Yeah. And so we figured keep it fun. Keep it uh, movie related, and I, I mean, we'll talk about other stuff from oh, here and yeah, there. But yeah, mostly, mostly is uh, that that is our goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'll touch on some EU stuff, especially with a lot of them, the things from the EU they're really trying to tap into to bring in for the modern, you know, the modern fans who really just kind of picked up with the younger crowd, I guess, with the yeah. Force Awakens and stuff like that. Um, I think, people, and I think they you know. did that. They're doing. They're trying to pull some of that EU stuff <clears throat> into the new movies. I, yeah. I think a little by little. Yeah. Just because they, <laughs> all those people that were they fans know. of the EU stuff, they basically said, "Oh, all this stuff that you love doesn't mean a thing." Yeah, and for a lot of people, that's Star Wars. Yeah. That is their Star Wars. Yeah, that's exactly. the stories they grew up with and all that stuff. And and they, I think they've done a really good job of the stuff they have incorporated. Have you watched? Uh, did you watch Rebels at all? I watched. Yeah, a little bit of it. Yeah. So they brought Thrawn in mm-hmm. in the last couple seasons, and it was great. Like that was thrown. Yeah, you know, I'm a little bummed that whatever, but that was great. That was really cool to see that character, like, brought to well, not live action, but right, right, brought right. to life. No, absolutely, and uh, that's a, that's the kind of thing. There's so much content to uh, to to pull from. I mean, we don't think we'll have any problem doing a, doing a weekly show here, no. and we just want to have fun, and we want you to get involved too out there. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna have, like you said, uh, one of the things we're gonna do is fan film review. Yep. Um, so well, I think one of the things we'll, we'll do is have somebody email in um, suggestions on one of their favorite fan films, yep. uh, and we'll watch it. And if it's short enough, we'll watch it. 
it live and commentate on it. If not, we'll make sure that we all watch it beforehand and uh, yep. give some information. And see, uh, we might even try to get the uh, the filmmakers involved. Try to, yeah. try to reach out to them, see if we can get a hold of them. Yeah. Um, Ultimate goal is George Lucas. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know. So we're gonna try to be interactive as well with the, yeah. with, with the fans out there. Yeah, and you can check out the Geektainment uh, TV Facebook page for all the info on to contact us. That'll all be up there and everything for you to reach out. But uh, so I guess to start this inaugural show with our first segment, our cast and crew member of the week. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a creative name for it. No, so they... some of the ones later on in the show, much more creative. Absolutely. But I felt it necessary that this guy is the first guy. Yeah. Uh, we talk about. Um, because most people have no idea who this guy's name is at all. But they've, if you're a Star Wars fan, you've probably seen a photo of this guy. Absolutely. Um, he is um, the boom op from A New Hope. And he's really well known because he basically, well, everyone's in full outfits, full clothing, regular work day. This guy is wearing short, short, hot pink short shorts. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, I as mean, one I, does I, in the I, desert. I would as well. I mean, here's the thing: if you're filming out in the desert in Tunisia, I don't get like the entire crew's like in jeans and like oh, yeah. longer shirts, and it's like what the. Well, hell? from personal experience, uh, you, for those who don't know me, I'm actually a, a, an actor and a stuntman. I've been on a lot, you know, some major sets and. In the heat, uh, you know, we filmed a show called Outsiders on top of a mountain in the middle of the summer. If I could not be in the the wardrobe that I had to be in, I would be in hot pink shorts as well. It, yeah. just, it just makes sense. But this guy has become such a cult icon. People are starting to cosplay. People as cosplay. Yeah, that's exactly great. what I say. You can go yeah. to different uh, different cons and you'll see people, uh, you know, cosplaying as this guy. It's 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 pretty 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 amazing that. He can become so popular, right? <laughs> well, or that Star Wars is the kind of franchise where that sort of thing can become prominent. You know what I mean? It's such a long-standing franchise, and there's so many facets to it that you can even get people who worked on it. Oh yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, I mean that goes back to the very first first couple movies. Uh, the um, how popular Boba Fett became. Oh my he, God, yeah. You know that's it, it just <laughs> that's what this Star Wars does to all of us. As you know, mm-hmm. it brings me back to being a kid. But that you remember all these things and all these little things that you don't even like. You said this this crew guy. Yeah. We all know who he is. I yeah. have no idea what his name is. But Ken, be, Ken Nightingale. That's that's horrible that you know that. <laughs> Actually, it's pretty good because it shows well, you're a little bit I, geekier I, than I, I, I had. Do, to, so. I had to find out his name. We're not just going to celebrate the guy in the tr- pink short shorts. See, I, I kind of would like that. I kind of would like to not. <laughs> pink short shorts. I'm, I'm going to remember. I'm going to forget his name by next week, so we can you can quiz me and I'll forget it then. So. <laughs> it was funny. I learned it before. And then I forgot it, and yeah. then I had to research it again gotcha, for a gotcha. day. But uh, no, it's funny on your point about um, about Boba Fett and him becoming so big. I feel like that happened with Phasma in yeah, this oh, new yeah. trilogy. It was like before that first movie came out, it was impossible to find that action figure or anything related to Phasma because she was supposed to be this like the next Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. To which I say, so Boba Fett didn't do anything in the movies. Like yeah. he didn't. Like yeah, in the EU, like we talked about, there's a lot of people that Star Wars. He did some awesome stuff, but in the movie, Vader caught Han. And then a blind Han accidentally killed him. Mm. Yeah, so it's it, like exactly. In <laughs> that cool ship didn't save him. And it's weird because you know, obviously, you know, people that are fans know his first appearance was actually in the in, yeah, the in Christmas, the Christmas special. special and in animated form in white outfit. Isn't that the original uh, white yeah, outfit? Yeah, it was very weird. He's riding a dinosaur for some reason, which is awesome, I yeah. guess. I mean, if I could ride a dinosaur, I would do so too. But this, yeah. uh, this one particular, and I think. 
the marketing of the toys really helped as well because oh yeah when the toys you know the toys weren't ready to come out when the the movie came out I find that so interesting <laughs> the Netflix special about the Kenner toys is yeah, amazing so I cool. love it but uh, the toys toys weren't ready so they were actually having people pre order the toys which is unheard of back then yeah and if you got all of them and you got your proof of purchase you get to send it in for this special Boba Fett toy yeah and nobody even knew who Boba Fett was yeah <laughs> but they were so excited for this toy it well, was amazing that's George Lucas if you think about it the way media is nowadays like the way that the companies like work and all that stuff it's because of him and oh, what yeah. he did with the merchandising I mean shows live in some animated shows live and die on their merch like sales, like oh, yeah. the Green Lantern animated series that it was a couple of years ago, literally got canceled because the toy sales weren't doing well, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, when that's what you know, all the all the, uh, you know, that's why you'll see the different characters. It used to be in every animated show or show or anything like that, they'd all be always be wearing the same outfits. Mm-hmm. Now you see them wearing different outfits just so that they can sell yeah. different uniforms. Batman the animated series is the perfect Absolutely. example of that. I have toys from that show that Batman never wore any of that shit. So much that it, it has infiltrated the you know how people uh, do business. I used to be a professional wrestler as well, and I would talk to WWE wrestlers that have an action figure. They would purposely change the color of the gear that they wore on TV because they knew oh, WWE wow. would now make a new one That's with funny. that different color, and it just gets your it gets more toys made of you, yeah. and it gets more revenue. So it's, it's amazing yeah. how the toy market oh, drives things. Well, to tie that back into Star Wars, they, they say that they had the Porgs in the Last Jedi because they had a lot of puffins around, mm. and they needed to like cover them up digitally. <laughs> Why didn't you just remove them yeah. digitally? Like because yeah, I mean, they wanted to sell Porg toys. Exactly. They wanted to find a cute. They wanted to find the next cute thing, you know, after the Ewoks, because yeah. they were the cute thing, so yeah. they had to come up with the, yeah, the Porgs, absolutely. And I'm I'm in the age range where I like Ewoks. A lot oh, of people, a lot of people do don't like Ewoks. I'm also, if, for those who don't know, I'm a little bit older than Ian. I'm, I'm going to be 42 this year, but I've been a diehard fan since I was a little kid, and I love the Ewoks. Yeah. I, I, I don't care, you know, people hate, <laughs> and maybe if I was a little bit older when Return of the Jedi came out, I mm-hmm. might have a different, uh, different aspect on it. But I was six years old. Man. Yeah, I, I, I loved them, and, and the Wicked is still. I have a, a, a little Wicked. You know, my, my whole office. Yeah. I have all sorts of Star Wars toys, but I always have a bunch of little Wickets. You know, yeah. that I, I love them. No, yeah, it's great. I um, but that's also yeah. too when the the trailer for Last Jedi the first one came out. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that blew up. Was yeah. the whole internet went about? Oh, the, what are these? What are little creatures? When, Why when are they with Chewbacca? Yep. Blah, blah blah blah. And it's funny you say that in terms of the um, the changing the outfits with the wrestling action figures. I feel like it's sort of the opposite when it comes to Star Wars. Like, my buddy was convinced. He's like, Chewie's dying in The Force Awakens. I'm like, dude, they're never going to kill off Chewie because they can throw anyone in that costume. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Anyone could be Chewie. Um, but only Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Right. You know, you can't. And in the same thing, I mean, you Well, could, at least in the classic sense. Right. But. And, and if something happens with Anthony Daniels, he, when he passes on, they'll, they can still keep a C-3PO because, yeah. you know, it's anybody in that costume. Yeah. And obviously, voices can be manipulated now right. as well. So, yeah. yeah, those kind of characters that don't have a specific face, they never kill those I, off. Well, because. I was shocked when that happened in Rogue One. Grant, oh, yeah. Granted, everyone died in well, Rogue yeah, One. Yeah, but yeah. I was shocked when they killed off the robot because I was like... That's toys right there. Yeah. I was kind of shocked. Um, yeah, that was in. But even, even with the uh, in in Solo, the the robot the, the the droid became 
the Millennium Falcon, basically. Yeah. Been, so it kind of continued kinda, to live. That's on. one of the big things I've really loved about the anthology films is the 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 retroactive filling in of little things. Yeah, from absolutely. Like like um in the first movie when they go when you first Vader walks in with Tarkin and like they're sitting down to talk about all that stuff and he force chokes the guy and there's that empty chair. That empty chair is Krennix right. from Rogue One, which I think is really cool. Yeah, like I, I think I, that's a really nifty way to tie things into stuff without being like, "Oh my God, Anakin Skywalker's hating Christians and now is a Force ghost." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great how they, yeah, and they have so much, so much opportunity to do that even more with because. Let's be honest. That those aren't going to be the only <laughs> offshoot movies. There's oh, going to no. be. I, I swear they're going to eventually do the Boba Fett movie. They're yeah. going to, you know, they're going to do all those characters. Yeah. as is their own movies, and they'll, if they, and that's the kind of stuff I love putting little details in there, left and right. That'll that'll fill in those spots, like you said. Yeah. So it'll be. It'll well, be you know, me. it's funny. A lot of people are thinking. Um, like the first couple of weeks, Galaxy's Edge was open. My buddy went. He was like, I walked around the entire park trying to find new stuff, like clues of what's coming. And oh, I was like, yeah. they didn't put any of that in there. They're not going to spoil the next movie by yeah. putting something in the park. Absolutely. They're a little bit smarter than that. I mean, there are some times where stuff gets screwed up, but on a $4 billion franchise, yeah. they're not going to mess up that now, movie. Now, to that point, though, um, apparently one of the ships from Colin Trevorrow's version of what would have been Episode Nine um, is it at Galaxy's really? Edge. Yeah, so an unused ship yeah. from one of the movies is there, but that's yeah, that's one thing that yeah, that that's fine that they get but uh as far as they're not gonna they're not gonna spoil anything that, that is coming up. That, yeah, obviously. No, well actually that that'll bring us to the first news topic is um is apparently um Disneyland and Galaxy's Edge very undercrowded. Um, yeah, which I is I've heard conflicting reports because I hear one thing that Disney's uncrowded because Galaxy's Edge is so busy, but then I also hear that Galaxy's Edge really isn't that busy. Right. And they've I, delayed the first the new ride. They've delayed that for about a year now. Uh, they pushed it to 2020. It's supposed to come oh, out wow. later this year. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm going later this year. Yeah. I'm ecstatic. I'm trying. I'm, I will get there eventually. Uh, but yeah, this is the first time I've heard that Galaxy's Edge has been. Yeah. Because, you know, two. I think it was two weeks ago that article came out that the rest of Disneyland was it's like a like ghost town. Empty. Um, which would make sense. Uh, the only thing that I can think of is that maybe people are waiting for, because when a new theme park opens up, there's a lot of bugs. There's yeah. a lot of, you know, sometimes the, the mm-hmm. rides, you know, maybe people are waiting for that. Or it could be too. I can't imagine it's very it's very cheap. No, well, that, <laughs> I can't no, imagine and, it's very. And apparently, expensive. the summer passes that people have for Disney don't work on certain like days in the summer. Gotcha. Or the, the year passes they don't work in the summer. So right. apparently, so that has something to do with it. So what you would Disney's still saying. have to yeah. So those those people that have the passes that would be there normally yeah. won't be there because they still have to pay for the yeah. Oh no, I'm ecstatic. I, though. I, I, I as soon as I heard it was opening up, I was like. Here, I just opened up my wallet and threw it and said, Here, oh, take yeah. my money. But <laughs> I said the yeah. same thing. My mom, so originally, I'm going with my mom and my sisters, and we were supposed to go to like one day at Disney, one day at Universal, like Harry Potter, all that stuff. And I was like, I need two days at Star Wars. Yeah. Um, because I, I need to build a lightsaber, maybe two. I need, to, <laughs> I need to build an astromech droid, which I didn't even know you could do until like a month ago. My buddy told me, and That's, I was like, I didn't even know that. How big are they? Like, R2 size. Really? Yeah, small to big. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That. The ship at home is going to be crazy. Right. Well, that's what I told my mom. I was like, well, either we're going to drive back or I have to set money aside to ship everything back <laughs> yeah, because I'm getting, go. I'm totally, I'm getting Jedi robes. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting everything I can while I'm there because, like, who knows when I'm going to go yeah, back. Exactly. Quick side note Ian's mom's the best, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, mom. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm really ecstatic to go. Um, it'll be interesting. Honestly, it might. It might have something to do with the this the fatigue that they keep talking about with Star Wars, which I adamantly disagree about. I think it's just kind of 
you know, when you have a franchise, it's not even just Star Wars. When you have a franchise that's been around for so long, like Superman. Mm-hmm. No, no. If you ask people like twenty years apart from each other, they're going to have a totally different idea of who Superman is because there's been so many different iterations of the character right. that there's never going to be one version that's everyone loves. And I feel like that's what's up with Star Wars now is it's been around for so long, and you have so many different like age ranges of fans, and people have gotten into it different times and through different things. Like that, there's there. I, I mean, I want the Rise of Skywalker to just be everything I want it to be. Right. Um, but. I, see, I don't know, man, because Star Wars is that is that franchise that we all remember as a kid, obviously, and then it, we've grown with it as an, as adults. But it's one of those things that was like, man, if only this place existed, it could right. go there, you know. Yeah. And Star Wars, you know, they teased us for a long time at MGM Studios, which is now Hollywood Studios, I think, with mm-hmm. the with the Star Tours and everything like that. And yeah, that was. Just a tip of an iceberg of what they could do, and I loved it every time I would go yeah, down there. I'd I think ride I that horrible. I, I would ride that horrible ride. I would. St- I would spend most of my time underneath the the giant at at. I mean, they, they only just updated that like yeah ten years ago, maybe. Yeah. But it, and it was great, and uh, so just to have a place that you can go to, I've been wanting this for years. So yeah. I, 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 I'm I'm leery about the article. Uh, I, I don't know about that. Because I mean, it's not I, stopping I, me from going. And, oh, absolutely. If anything, I'm going to go try and go quicker because, yeah. like, no lines. Well, well, we'll wait until we see their first year revenue and see just how right. accurate that article is. Well, I mean, is. Disney made their money back on Star Wars before well, Last yes. Jedi even came out, so it's like... Well, Disney, I mean, that $4 billion that they had, that was... Nothing for them, yeah. Them. Yeah, I mean, they're like, oh, yeah, sure, I, I have that in the in the car, I'll just get that for you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, look how much they spent on Fox. See, actually, it's funny, I didn't even mean to do this, but... All I want. My buddy's like, do you want Wolverine? Like, what do you want most from the Fox deal? I'm like, I want the fanfare back in front of Star Wars. Gotcha. I yeah. want to hear the, dent- you know, dun, dun, like, dun, 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 I need, yep. like, that's just something is off. Yeah, When absolutely. the movie starts. And it's, like, not even anything to do with the movie itself. It's just, like, I've grown up my entire life. Like, there are no movies I watch more than Star Wars. Like, mm-hmm. when I'm in a bad mood, when I'm not having a good day, Star Wars goes on my TV. Yep. When I'm just at home and something needs to be on the background, it's usually Star Wars. And it's just... Well, it, it's you know. part. That whole thing was part of the experience. Mm-hmm. When you you got so excited for that that opening to come up, and it was, and they never updated it, so it was old animation. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. That 20th Century Fox, yeah. that, that song, because you knew that as soon as that song was done, you're waiting for how long it's going to be before, mm-hmm. and then John Williams' theme kicks it's in. So, so it's, iconic. It's all part of the experience. Yeah. And when it didn't have that. It, 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 I, I understand what you mean. It was yeah. a little weird. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a little odd. If anything, I was expecting maybe like a Disney fied, like a Star Wars fied Disney castle that was yeah. going to try and recreate something like that. that but I'm happy they stood idea. away from the castle. Yeah, um, I mean, but it, I'm which I'm surprised because Disney, you know, like you said, well, they want to put their, they want to put their stamp on everything. That's I mean, they're letting Marvel. You know, there's no Disney castle in front of Marvel. True. You know, um, I think, and that's why I was really excited when they got Star Wars because like if they're going to handle it like they handled Marvel. Awesome. Hmm. They let Marvel do their own thing, and I feel like Star Wars. They had they put more of their hands right. in it. Um, we'll see. Well, as long as we have that THX beginning too, that that yeah, that, <laughs> that's that's part of it too. Mm-hmm. No, I agree completely. It's um, it's one of those things. Like I said, it's it's a legacy thing for a lot of people. Star Wars is more than just a movie to them. But that's that's the whole point. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the whole thing is a legacy. Um, whether whatever generation you are, mm-hmm. we all have our different our Star Wars, mm-hmm. but it's still the whole legacy of the entire thing is mm-hmm. what is what everybody gets on board with. Oh, absolutely! Because I mean, I was nine when Force Awakens came out, and when I was nine, I loved Jar Jar Binks. 
you know, when I was nine, and then I turned ten, and I realized really quickly, <laughs> yeah, and wow, that's... that's annoying character. And actually, Gungans are kind of racist. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like that's a little okay. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that at some point. At some we'll, point, that'll be yeah. part of the debate. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but um, and then also um, the next bit of news, um, which a lot of people are freaking out about, but it's kind of standard procedure at this point in Hollywood is is reshoots. They're doing reshoots of Rise of Skywalker. Um, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you heard reshoots, you go, oh, man, this movie's in trouble. Right. Now, it, Warner Brothers builds it into their budgets, their initial budget. So it's not as, I don't think everyone needs to be as scared about it as as people are. Like the internet, like, they freaked well, out yeah. about it. And, then, but, and I think that's because of everything that, you know, honestly, what happened with like Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, and all that stuff. All of a sudden, they had all these reshoots because. Yeah. Because there was a problem. Right. People don't realize that there are reshoots in almost every Everything. movie, no matter what, even if there's not a problem. Because yeah. once they're editing, they see what they missed and what they needed. They're like, right. oh, we got to pick up this better. shot. Yeah. Exactly. Although, to be fair, when it comes to Rogue One, that was reshot because it just didn't work for. Right. It didn't work. And then Solo. I mean, those anthology films have not had a really... They've had a very rocky path. I mean, right. Phil, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were supposed to do it. They were the ones who cast them. I can't remember the guy, his name, but the guy who played Han. Yeah. And then they got they either. left, fired, you know, whatever. Um, and then Ron Howard came in mm-hmm. and made a very different movie, apparently. Which, um, yeah, exactly. And, and the I think the Rogue One, I think... I have a feeling it had a totally different tone to it. Before, yeah, well, apparently the ending was one. totally different. Yeah, like completely I, because different. Because Rogue One is a very dark movie. I mean, mm-hmm. It's very, it's very adult, and that's what I, I liked about Rogue One is all the Star Wars movies. We can enjoy them as adults, but they are they're aimed towards towards oh, kids. Oh yeah, absolutely. But Rogue One was not aimed towards no. kids at all. I mean, the first first scene you see someone from the Rebel Alliance killing someone yeah. to get away and save yeah. himself, and it's like, wow. Yeah, this there was a lot your, of darkness yeah. in that, and that, but that's why I enjoyed it. I, I I went out of that. I'm almost like, man, they made a Star Wars movie for adults. Yeah, and that plus was, that anything was with Mads cool. Mikkelsen, I'll give a chance. That guy's fantastic. Yeah, you yeah. ever watched his Hannibal? Yeah, uh, I actually yeah, because I worked with a guy, Joe Anderson, that oh, okay. um, who was on that show as the messed up. Yeah, face he guy. was. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I remember the from the movie. I remember. I, I can't remember, remember the name of the character, but face, I know. Yeah, yeah uh, Mason off. Verger. Yes, exactly. There you go. Yeah, yeah. My, my, he was good in that role. Yeah, too. yeah. Joe was great, but yeah, he um, he's just got a such an uh, such a distinct. Not only face, but just his delivery and Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like him a lot. Yeah. yeah, I'll watch anything with him. Yeah, I mean, Casino Royale was great. Yeah, you know, um, Polar. I watched the movie itself was, mm, but he was good in it. Right. Um, but yeah, so there's you a know. lot of those movies where somebody you know, you know, somebody is good in it, even though the rest of the movie sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of bad. Especially, it's funny. I feel like a lot of the direct to streaming films oh, are so like many. the new like. Direct to DVD. Oh yeah. In a, in a sense, like some of them are huge budget films, and some of them are like, why am I watching this? Yeah. Oh no, I've I've, I've been in some of them. So yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I've worked on I've worked on <laughs> yeah. some of them. So you know. Um, but yeah. So next up, we have uh, what we're gonna call debating the wars. Um, this is essentially stuff that's you know fans debate all the time. Nothing, you know. We're not gonna talk about like which movie's better. But like, for, for example, our first our first topic we're going to talk about because this keeps coming up and it just needs to be talked about. <laughs> there's a giant lack of railing in the Star Wars universe. If you listen to Geek Tame Weekly, you hear me bitch about it all the time. But like, what the hell? 
This is the hill that you're going to die on. I mean, I've heard you talk about this many, many it times. It bugs the crap out of me. And it, and it does. You don't really notice it until somebody brings it up. Yeah. But then when you start thinking, oh, yeah, there are no rails. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, <laughs> over in this one, there's a rail on the right side, but there's no rail on the left side. And it's like, okay, in the Death Star, you can get away with it. It's not finished completion, whatever. But like... What? Why? Why? Like <laughs> there usually should be a railing, a, 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 you know, that blocks you from falling into a deep abyss. A giant, <laughs> a, yeah, a giant, seemingly limitless pit that there's a lot of in Star Wars, and there seems like Han. Why? Why are those walkways there? What? Is, <laughs> what purpose? What function do they serve? And like, if people are meant to walk across them, why are there no railings? Like that is not safe. <laughs> and, and I understand the. I can. I mean, I understand why the actual practical reason why they did it, uh, because of just picture, just because of they, they don't want to block. You know, yeah. they got all these cool outfits. They don't want right. to block it all. But yeah. yeah, when you start to really think no, about yeah. it, there is a railing though. Uh, well, there's when, not. There's not that. There's not railing right, right, right. in Star Wars, but, but one of the biggest precipices is uh, is precipice. Precipice. I don't know. Precipice. Well, I'm not gonna go any further with that. Precipice. Uh, <laughs> um, I think it's like moose, where it's singular and. So okay. Pre- so either way, on the, on um, the pre- yeah. Big holes in the in the ground. How about that? <laughs> there um, you go. There is one though uh, when Vader throws uh, you know in Return of the Jedi when he yeah. when he throws the Emperor over he actually yes. has to throw him over that yeah. railing. Maybe it was just so, because the first one wasn't completed and the the, the, the third one was. That could be. I don't know. Well, I mean, kind of like that. It's funny. One of those because things it's where being built the whole yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, although to be fair, if they started getting built at the same time, like in the prequels, why was one so much farther ahead? And I, that kind of ties into the. <laughs> next thing we want to talk about is who the hell's in charge of the budget of the empire like i can't imagine palpatine's doing it uh well i mean when you think about it, i mean isn't that why he needs the senate isn't that why no, he but needs he gets rid of the senate of the, remember but uh, but i mean he needs that control because he needs to control but then again like yeah who, you know is, that, like, is that everybody's chipping in money right, into the senate well, like, and that, well there's yeah. the whole banking thing they introduced in the prequels yeah um but i'm talking like specifically like the guy who is budgeting out the death star the guy who's like, okay, I oversee daily operations on the Death Star. <laughs> I have this much money for personnel and this much whatever. So I'm going to bring a bunch of stormtroopers in to a base that no one's supposed to know about and have them patrol it. Like, Maybe they just... don't trust their contractors. That could be it. I <laughs> Poor mean, contractors, just like, by the way. Well, I mean, you know, if, if I have somebody coming over to do, you know, work on my house, if I'm not there, I'm going to have a camera on them. I'm going to, yeah. Know. So, I mean, maybe it's to, maybe it's to protect uh, against the contractors. So that the contractors don't steal exactly. anything. So that they don't steal any information. They don't get because they have to watch them to make sure they're not calling anybody. <laughs> That's saying, true. Hey, we got this secret base we're working on. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought about that. What are you doing today for work? Uh, uh, union I, rules I could say tell I can't you, but say, I'd man. have to have someone kill you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like, it doesn't seem operationally feasible for them to do. Like, they're just walking. Where do they walk to? Where are they walking to? Are they well, just they constantly all, on lunch breaks? Like, they all have their specific area that they're, you know, and it's not that big of an area. Like, it's one of those things where it's like in um in the army now where they join water purification because oh that's never gonna get called in. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh we'll go we'll get stationed at the Death Star. Nothing will ever happen there. It's yeah. supposed to be this giant secret base. And then just like later that day, okay, why have people? You know, why are the alarms going off? Yeah. Oh, someone someone broke in. Wait a second. How did somebody break into a secret? No one's supposed to know about this place. (laughs) I don't know. I find that the more I love something, the easier it is for me to really pick it apart. Well, and I think what started everybody doing that 
It's got to be clerks, right? Oh, I'm sure. Because really, I mean, people might have thought about it, but nobody really discussed well, that, that's about, about how the contractors. The, well, that's how like the that. railing thing came up because we were talking about the contractors and, cl- and clerks that they were talking about, mm-hmm. and that led to the railing because we were like, well, those contractors kind of suck. There's no rails in anything. Yeah. So, and then, although if you watch some of the rebel facilities, there's way more railing. Well, they're a lot safer people. (laughs) Yeah, we might be on the run from these guys, but we need to make sure everything is up to code. The emperor doesn't care about the safety of his employees. (laughs) To be fair, that's very true. He really doesn't care about anyone besides himself. Dime a dozen. They're they're replaceable. Uh, Sort of Vader, too, because there's that whole, he might be Vader's father, like, spiritually, in a sense. Right. But... That's never been confirmed. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think that has anything to do with railing, though. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> has nothing to do with railing. Or, you know, maybe he's like, he's like, okay, well, we can either build Vader a bigger room, or we can put rails everywhere. No, no, give him give him what he wants. Give him what he wants. Whatever yeah, he wants. But then he had that little tiny room where he sat he in. Yeah, the, little, the yeah. little tank thing. It wasn't that big. So. No, no. And then he needed help walking out of it. <laughs> it's fairly poor. Whoever the designer, functionally speaking, absolutely should have been fired. Well, and most of the outfits as well. I mean, although you could, I guess you could really take it back to Rogue One, and it was just it was Mads Mikkelsen fucking with the Empire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's just like, oh, okay. Just, well, in case they don't, the rebels don't find this exhaust port, I'm going to make it really inconvenient to get around this yeah, place. Absolutely, and it would. He just made things purposely. You know, he's like, yeah, you know, the stormtroopers they probably don't need hard plastic on everything, but just in case. You know, just to make it so that they can't really walk all that well, and they can't see, which is why one guy hits his head right. in the first, yeah, you know, first five minutes of the day. show. You know. Yeah, clear so. as day. No, it's funny for like, and, and then it's because like in the Force Awakens, they're talking about how they're like this elite squad of people, and it's like maybe they are now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because like clone, the clones are supposed to be like they're you know they're Jango Fett clones, and they're supposed to be like raised to be soldiers. But why can't any of them hit anything? Yeah, they are really bad shots. Uh, apparently, um, maybe Jango Fett had some kind of where everything was off to the left a little bit, and so the clone just you know they all got that bad. I, <laughs> it's I just don't a slight because he, like he couldn't hit uh, you know he couldn't hit Obi Wan. That's the, true. So maybe maybe that's maybe that's the maybe. stem of it. Maybe that's actually what causes that's, it. Is that Jango Fett was a bad shot. So now so they're all, all of the bad shots. It's well, really bad for a bounty hunter, though, to be a bad shot. You'd I feel think. like you'd think, but that's kind of your job. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's um, I could really go on forever about that. But um, we actually have a really cool video because after the after this video, I want to chat a little about something for the Force Awakens. We have some theories and stuff. Um, but we're going to take a look at Sith troopers um, as they were in the EU. This is like we said, we're not going to touch on the EU much, but for topic's sake, we're about right. to yeah. So enjoy. Last week, we got our first official look at the Sith Trooper from Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Hailed as the next evolution in Imperial and First Order soldiers, the armor was designed to be more menacing to match its namesake. But these aren't the first Sith Troopers to ever be introduced to Star Wars, so today we're going to talk about the soldiers that went by the same name back in Star Wars Legends. Rather than being specialized units, the original Sith Trooper was the standard infantry unit of the Sith Empire about 4,000 years before the events of the Skywalker Saga. Introduced in the game Knights of the Old Republic, they were often defectors of the Republic Army or volunteers from conquered Sith planets. Similar to the Stormtroopers of the Galactic Empire, Sith Troopers were motivated by fear of failure and the weak were culled from the strong during brutal training regimen. 
Most of them were seen wearing reflective silver armor, but there was a red armored variant known as the Sith Commandos. They were the elite Sith soldiers, probably similar to the way the Sith troopers of the Rise of Skywalker will be some sort of elite unit as well. After the fall of Darth Malak at the end of the Jedi Civil War, Darth Malgus led a reconstituted Sith Empire in a campaign to take over the galaxy. His infantry units were officially called Imperial Soldiers, but they were sometimes referred to as Sith Troopers as well. Their armor was updated to more closely match Sith or Clone Trooper armor with a black and red color scheme. Malgus was successful in sacking Coruscant, but the Galactic Republic eventually regained their place as the main power in the galaxy. 2,000 years before the events of the Skywalker Saga, the new Sith Wars began, and with them came a new version of Sith Trooper. In the early days of this war, the Sith had a problem with unification, splintering off to create their own factions. Lord Diamond had his own troopers covered in steel-plated body armor. Lord Odeon had his own infantry clad in white and red armor that was yet another step closer to clone trooper armor. Odeon had his own elite units as well, including the overly zealous, borderline suicidal Thunder Guard and Lightning Guard. But eventually, the Sith came to a place of cooperation and formed the Brotherhood of Darkness. They unified their armies and created the final iteration of Old Republic-era Sith Trooper, a unit the man who would become Darth Bane actually joined. He fought with a group known as the Gloomwalkers until his strength in the Force was discovered by his superiors. Darth Bane brought about the destruction of the Brotherhood of Darkness and chose to operate the Sith in secret from that point forward, so no trooper was blatantly named after the Sith for over 1,000 years until the time of Darth Krait. His version of the Sith trooper was a little different. They were all strong in the Force, kidnapped by Krait when they were young. Similar to the Stormtroopers of the First Order, they were programmed into intensely loyal servants. And those are all the old Legends versions of the Sith Trooper we ever got to see. I doubt any of this lore will be relevant to what's coming in Episode 9 and the new red First Order Stormtroopers, but I think it's good to know what came before. If you haven't already, please like this video, subscribe to the channel, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and consider checking out our Patreon page. As always, thanks for watching, and may the Force be with you. So yeah, brief look at uh, the history of the Sith Trooper. Um, which I guess technically in canon now doesn't exist, but I wanted to show that because I'm curious if any of that will inform what they're doing with the Sith Trooper. Um, because it, it, there's a reason they're calling them Sith Troopers. They're not just switching up, you know, right. the name and everything, and it kind of ties back into I'm curious about how that, what that means for what Kylo Ren's done with the... Uh, First Order right, right, right. since since The Last Jedi ended, um, and I'm curious it's going to be more... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, because uh, you figure all the movies, they always introduce a new Stormtrooper. Yeah. There's always the... the Which the, probably the, ties back into our toy thing. Yeah, we the, the Sand Trooper. There was the, the last movie, there were the Death Troopers, and there, you know, there's always a different trooper, and again, it's I think it's just to sell more toys. Yeah. So this, you know, you know, and we've already had in the movies before the highest of the kind of guards, like Emperor's Guards, yeah, the where Imperial, the, re yeah. the Imperial Guards were mm -hmm. red, bright red. Right. So it's, um, to me, I think they're just kind of using the colors as just a, as a contrast and showing that, like, that red is, like, that highest, right. highest level. Yeah. Because otherwise, um, because, I mean, in the last movie, he was trying to, he said, let's, no more Sith, no more, let's just end it all. Right. So why then would he bring back a, you know, a That's Sith That's kind trooper? of my, I'm very curious, I, I, so... And this will tie in a little bit of what we're talking about next, but it maybe it has something to do with Palpatine. Maybe those are Palpatines. If Palpatine's still whatever, whatever ends up happening with Palpatine in the new movie, because they've said he's yeah. there somehow, 
um, in some form. Right. Um, maybe it ties into that. Um, That's very possible. You know, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're maybe they're the knights knight of Ren, knights of Ren's stormtrooper squad. I don't know. Um, but that's the big thing I'm curious about is, will it be a plot point, or is it just a, here's a cool new toy? Yeah, yeah, and that's, I don't think we'll find out until we okay. see more trailers. But yeah, that's the thing with Star Wars. It could be something integral, or it could, could just be, be literally just an nothing. extra, an, an extra mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, especially with J.J. taking things back over, I feel like he is very aware of the reaction to the recent films, and this film is going to be as much... Here's what you want, as we'll ever get from any of these big franchise films. Right, right. Not that Marvel doesn't do it every freaking movie, <laughs> yeah. but that's more so. That's their plan, and they're just good at it. So, what would you, what would you prefer that these Sith troopers to be? Would you want them to be a, a, a plot point? Oh yeah, you... no, I want I want it to be a plot point, and I want it to be something that's important, like not just here's another set of stormtroopers. Right. Like why, why, and then there's another thing is why does like why does these really powerful people need guards? Period. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, I mean, I guess you know, it's just uh, to me. To me, I I want them to do the Knights of Ren before they, you know, they can have the sisters. That was my biggest thing about the last. Well, that and Lando not being in it. Right. But. But, yeah, you know. I, if they can do something cool with the Sith troopers, that's fine. But if but if they don't and they foc and they focus on the Knights of Ren, then I'll be happy. Oh with that no, too. I I would rather them focus on the Knights of Ren, but at least give me some logical plot point as to right. why there's all of a sudden red stormtroopers that look way cooler than everyone else. Right. You know. But they haven't done that before. I mean, they no, basically well, just well, they did in, in the prequels, sort of. Like this is why the helmets are different. They're clone troopers, right? I mean, to an extent. No, yeah, but they they never really explained as far as. I mean, did they really explain like why they're? Uh, no, I mean, they were just really. they were just they're early just version. Yeah, early version. You know, they were just an early version. Yeah. Um, but like the Death Troopers, and they mentioned them, but they right. never mentioned why there's different. Can, ones. can you just you know imagine I mean? like the guy who's designing all these outfits, like going to pitch them to Palpatine? It's like, and here we have the fun in the Sun Trooper. <laughs> you know, like, like I wonder what the rejected. I here's this day, the day of Sports Trooper. Well, he's, then he's good to go to a baseball game. We like, basically get to see that at all the cons because there's so many cosplayers now do different yeah. versions of Storm. Troopers. Oh, I like love seeing the, the beach people, trooper yes. where he's in uh, sun, you know, no, he's in board shorts. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. No, that's great. And then I, and, uh, actually, with the Mandalorian armor, all the different fan variations oh, yeah. of that's really cool too. Especially after Sabine was in Rebels, and everyone's like, "Oh, we can go crazy." With yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Oh, we can change up the colors. We can do all this crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. but um, but yeah. So speaking of the whole Palpatine thing, um, this is a big thing right now. No one knows about is when they were announcing the casting for Star Wars. Matt Smith's name came up. Yeah. And since then, nothing. Not even a confirmation that he's still in it. Right. Um, They're being so sly with this. Yeah, (laughs) which makes me really think that either he's really not in it, or it's the biggest thing in the movie. But, uh, man, there's so many things that it could be, though, too, because it could be, I mean, Daniel Craig was in, <laughs> yeah. you know, there were so many yeah, big names. Yeah, and Trooper. They, and, they, and they just wanted to do it just because they wanted right. to be part but of that, the that, part But of they the said film. that after the fact, though. Like, they made a deal out of him getting cast in it. You yeah. know, like, it was announced and everything, and then it was just, like, nothing since then. And um, I have a theory. My I have a theory, and it ties into a larger hope slash theory, because <laughs> I, this is what I'm hoping. I, I, as much as I'm not a fan of The Last Jedi, I would really not be happy if they came in and just retconned it. Yeah. Um, no, no, if you're going to yeah. do things in the story that move it forward based on what you're dealt with, cool. Like, I think it'd be really cool if the remains of the Death Star were, they crashed around Mount Tanis, which is a thing from the EU, and that's the whole cloning thing. And then we find out that the Luke from the last movie was actually a clone, and Palpatine's had the real Luke, like, 
under lock and under, key. Yeah, right. And um, and Matt Smith is essentially a younger clone of Palpatine, with the essence of older Palpatine. That yeah, I mean, even if it doesn't have the essence, if he, if he's able to to clone himself, knowing that he's going to be, you know, right. I, I mean, I'm, well, Ian McDermott has to tie into it somehow because he. Right. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. He was, and he was at the uh, yeah, celebration when they announced it. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I'm wondering is, is if they, he just is trying to make a clone of himself to now take over because he's right. he is older. He's been gone for a while. Yeah. Whatever. If he's now Vader was supposed to be his 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 uh, uh, you know his heir to be, yeah. and now he's not. Yeah. Maybe he's just trying. He's like, all it's right, possible, nobody's good like enough. Said, nobody's good enough EU. except me. That's the thing from the <laughs> EU. There is multiple clone versions yeah. of Palpatine and. And, and that's something that would go a long way to kind of being an olive branch to some of the long-term fans. Who's mm-hmm. like, hey, we know you weren't happy about this, but here's this. Right. And I think that's why the first thing we heard about the new movie was that Billy D. Williams was coming back as Lando. Yeah. Oh, that was so, that was literally was the first so thing they said. Seeing him in that trailer, I'm so, so great. Yeah, I I'm also, so excited. I'm, I'm I'm just about that trailer. Just a little rant. I was so glad to see him and Chewie in the in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. I like the character of Rey, but I don't like that she was taking over the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. That was going to be her ship. I wanted to go back to Lando. Lando I wanted, I wanted yeah. to be Lando and Chewie together, not Chewie and Rey together. Because yeah. Rey's got too much other stuff to, yeah. to do. Especially if they're not going to move this story forward anymore. Right. Um, which is supposedly the rumor. The next trilogy is very much rumored to be an Old Republic trilogy, mm-hmm. which is going to cause a whole other set of firmer amongst the fans. Because <laughs> Whatever. Um, I'm excited to see that, though, if that's yeah. what's up. Um, but um, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, because that's the thing is when they came out and they showed Palpatine in the trailer, I'm like, okay, if that's what they're showing us, what the hell are they not showing yeah. us? Because it's J.J. Abrams, he's Mister Mystery Box, right? You know? Yeah, that to have that to give that away, that that was huge, and to give away just the shot of the Death Star, the wrecked Death Star. I mean, mm-hmm. to give that part away was was huge in my in my opinion. Yeah, oh, I agree. No, I I was very shocked by how much they showed us, but I'm thinking they did that almost as a way to. Don't delve in more shit. Right, don't right, right. don't delve into this more. Right. Be surprised. Just yeah, just be happy with what we're giving you right now and mm-hmm. just wait for the rest. Speaking of that, um, we're gonna end the show on the the merch of the week. Um, actually, really cool. Uh, it was announced I think earlier today actually or yesterday last night. Um, Hot Toys just came out and showed their new Darth Maul action figure. Holy crap, this thing is cool. <laughs> um, it's amazing to me how realistic all these statues and action figures are becoming. Yeah, and, and it looks like, I'm looking at the photo, it looks like a photo of Ray Park as Darth absolutely. Maul. Absolutely. It's crazy, but it comes with like a bunch of different hands and like a thing for him to sit on, and he's wearing the the um, Crimson Dawn necklace, which I am I hope they do another solo, just because I want to see where that story goes. Like, really yeah. badly. Um, because that's, I mean, I think everyone can agree one of the most popular things in the prequels is Darth Maul. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm looking at it uh, right now on my phone, and just the close up of in the detail in his face and it's everything insane. is unbelievable. Yeah, and the, and he has the mechanical legs, which I think is really awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd, I'll buy it. I probably will buy it. Honestly, probably will end up buying it. I um, couldn't help myself. I pre-ordered. Have you seen the Luke? The Luke helmet. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, I ordered that in two seconds. <laughs> of course, yeah. I mean, that's my wife has it easy because any birthday, anything like she knows, all she has to do is get me Star Wars. See stuff, that and that my family's like that with me too. <laughs> but I've reached the point now where if I want something Star Wars, I'll buy it. So now I get like 
here's a bunch of Star Wars Pez dispensers. And it's like, <laughs> well, see, you have to do like I do. You have to do an Amazon wish list and oh, always have that there going. There you go. Because I started doing that with my kids and, and with my wife. It makes it so much easier because you know you're going to get exactly what you want. No, that's so I can I've... put exactly what I want on there. Some of it's pie-in-the-sky stuff that I know is too expensive. But I was like, hey, if you ever come across a lot of winning lotto ticket, here's some stuff that I like. <laughs> oh, no, I know what you mean. I, um, so you know, the, the animated series we're working on or whatever, I'm like, if we get picked up, I'm not going to go out and buy some, I'm not going to go on some crazy shopping spree. There's one thing I want, and that is a life-size hog solo and carbonite. And that, that's me, too. I, I want that. I want... I, I heard that you know they had that desk for uh, that yeah. they used to sell. They had the glass over mm-hmm. it. Um, Kevin Smith talked about it. He, that yeah. was one of his first when mm-hmm. he he made money. That was one of his yeah. first purchases. But um, yeah, I, I've always wanted that lifetime. And that's Side one show of the collectibles, things, ten grand. Oh man! And that's yeah. one of those things that they had at uh, uh, Star Tours. Okay. You know when you came yeah. out of Star Tours at MGM Studios, yeah, you had the store there. and you had. Han and Carbonite, and you had a full-size Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a ho- house in Franklin. Um, I walked into the house, and they, it was this giant, beautiful house with two uh, you know, spiral staircases on each side. And there's this big thing in the middle, this big round thing, and in it was um, one of the Darth Vader uh, statues that they did uh, with, with cool. the claw statue. There that's was like cool. I think they did like two fifteen hundred of them. Yeah, no, for years at Sharper Image, I always <sighs> saw that Yoda, and I was like, I want that. And, Yoda. and this thing was so good; it was right in the middle. I'm like, yep, if I ever won the lotto, that's what <laughs> this is yeah. how my house no, would look. I, as I have well. my the my I want to buy this list, and then I have that if I have any any all the money in the world. Yeah, this yeah, is what yeah. I'm buying. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, um, but yeah, so that brings us to the end of the first show. I'm digging I, it, man. I, I think, think we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. We'll have a rotating cast uh, people, you know, in here, different people joining us panel-wise. Hopefully some special guests coming up soon. Um, yeah, we're going to try to get some guests as far as uh, if I can get any <laughs> if I can get any um, hookups on some of the stunt people that worked on some of the Star Wars movies, stuff like that. I wonder um, if Ken Nightingall is available to chat. <laughs> I wonder if he's still alive. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean... Hmm. We'll have to we'll have to check Ayatsi. We'll interview and, him as a fourth ghost. Yeah, ooh, that's that's a bad taste. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna try to get different guests. Uh, you know, and me and Ian have talked about. There's a, a expert on the Star Wars toys that yeah, we'd like to try to get, get on and talk here. to him. Um, so I'll bring in a box of stuff and be like, hey, how much absolutely. is my stuff worth? Well, I don't even care about. But I have <laughs> no, some I stuff either. that people have bought me that I don't even know what it's from. You know, because oh, there's okay. so many different Star Wars toys. Oh my god! Yeah, well, yeah, because you have the Kenner, then you have the Hasbro, yeah, yeah, the 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 stuff in the night. 90s, all this stuff. So there's some stuff that I get, and I'm like, I'm not exactly sure where that's from. So yeah. that would be cool, and maybe we can get the the uh, fans involved if you email us and you know some pictures of what you have. If you yeah. don't know what it is, you know, we'll try to show it to him and see what we can do. Show so. us up. Tell us you are a bigger Star Wars fans than us. Yeah, absolutely. And that's you know, me and Ian love doing this, but we want to do it not just for us. We want to do it for everybody. Yep. So we want to get everybody involved. I'm sure we'll come up with an email address here soon that yeah. we, you, you, know, you can get a hold of us at. We'll post um, it up on the Geektainment TV. Yeah, Geektainment. Uh, and Geek as Tainment far TV. as me personally, yeah. if you ever want to uh, social media stuff, just look up J. Adams Stunts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. You can find me. And I am at Semi Mad Hatter on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. But uh, yeah, thanks for checking out the first episode, and uh, we'll catch you next week. May the force be with you. Yes, may the force be with you.